Welcome to the Launch Plan podcast and I'm your host Karthik. Launching a business or products online is not easy, but that's what we enjoy doing as solopreneurs and small business owners. We may not be successful every time, but success isn't what defines us. We learn and that's why we keep showing up every single day to do what we love doing, to learn, to make a difference to our clients and of course make more money. And on this show, we help you do that. We help you build a rock solid base so you can launch successfully and repeat it every single time. And we do that by helping you master the four areas of your business. Your market, your message, your monetization and your alliances. Market is all about your customers and clients and how well you understand them. The message is how well your market understands what you offer. Monetization is about how well you are able to turn your market awareness and messaging into money. And alliances is your ecosystem and how you build relationships with your clients, partners and vendors. Grab your launch goodies and a 90-day plan at designyourthinking.com forward slash plan and sit back because we are just getting started. Let's now get down to business. It's part two in the series about creating hit episodes as a podcast guest. My name is Karthik and let's get down to business. In the last episode, we looked at why and how focusing on the rule of one can get your guest appearances to work for your business. Today, let's look at creating actionable content. When it comes to actionable content, a popular advice that's floated around, and I followed that for a long time, is about giving specific steps that listeners can understand and implement. Well, there's nothing wrong with that advice, just that it's an incomplete advice. Let me explain why. And to do that, I'd like to take help from Hollywood. Well, when I was a kid, I remember going to the movie theater to watch Hollywood movies. I remember walking out of these movies feeling like the hero. After watching Terminator 2 Judgment Day, I walked out thinking I was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I used Hasta la Vista, baby, in conversations with friends. And I remember doing the same thing for other movies too. For example, Demolition Man. I walked out of that movie thinking I was John Spartan, the role that Sylvester Stallone played in that movie. These movies inspired us to take action. Now let's talk about a different kind of action. Did you notice the sudden increase in tiny sunglasses after the cult classic Matrix hit the screens? Well, Hollywood and other movies have been inspiring the world to take action for a long, long time. Be it a new line of products, a sudden growth in gym memberships, we've seen how Marvel used this after the success of Iron Man. But what does all of this have to do with creating actionable content? Well, simply put, Creating actionable content is not just about the step-by-step content. There is more. Movies like The Matrix or Terminator or Rocky did not just make us take action. They inspired us to take action. 
the storytelling was based on the insight they gained from the state of the world, be it the Vietnam War or the rise in conversations about the future, deep philosophical beliefs that engulfed the audience. Well, these movie makers understood their audience really well. And everything they did with these movies was a direct reflection of their understanding of their audience. So the point simply is this, to create actionable content, you need to inspire your audience. And this applies even more when you are on a podcast because listeners don't see you. All they can do is hear you. And only if you deliver good content laced with everything that we're about to discuss in this episode, will they consider engaging with you more. Let's now see what it takes to create content that inspires your audience to take action. We'll go through nine of them. And as usual, I have all of them in the launch plan workbook. The best use of your time right now is going to be to carefully listen to what I'm saying and what I'm probably not saying. And you know where to find the launch plan workbook. It's at designyourthinking.com forward slash launch. All right, let's now get down to business. The first step is to align your topic to your business, the podcast, and its audience. There are so many topics that you can talk about as a guest on someone's podcast. But if that topic is not aligned to anyone involved, it doesn't really make sense. For example, I can do pencil sketches and art in general. I'm reasonably good at them. But my business is not about art or sketching. Even if I created an actionable piece of content as a guest on an art podcast, it will not really help my business. Sure, it might help their listeners and the hosts too, but the benefits end right there. In fact, if you think about it, it's not good for their audience either, because if they needed to learn more from me, I have nothing to offer. Let's say you teach pencil sketching. It will make sense if you got on a podcast about art and the audience or a subset of them wanted to learn something about pencil sketching. So make sure that your topic aligns with your business, the podcast's core promise, and their audience. Step two, know what is the audience's biggest problem. Well, if you don't know the answer, ask the host. Most podcasts hosts can give you a precise answer to this question. And once you know the answer, fine-tune your topic to address this problem. It could be that what you're about to share on the podcast will not directly impact that biggest problem, but so long as you care to explain the connection, you're good. And listeners will appreciate that. Step three is to know what result your audience is looking for. Well, if your listeners are amateur runners and the biggest problem that they are dealing with is frequent injuries, a result that they could be looking for is to train every day for their next or maybe first full marathon without any injuries. And if you are a nutritionist on a podcast that caters to that audience, your topic will need to help the listeners run their first full marathon without injuries. 
It could be that you talk about eating the right kind of food or take the right supplements, but at the end, it needs to help the listeners run their first full marathon without injuries and finish strong because that's what your audience is looking for. And that takes us to step number four, which is to give them a reason to listen to you. Well, for all you know, that podcast has already had 10 other nutritionists as guests. So why you? You need to give the listeners a reason to listen to you. Perhaps every other nutritionist guest has talked about sports nutrition in general. If so, you can talk about running specific nutrition. You can find a unique angle to the same topic. Let's say your topic is about running nutrition. You could take a different angle and talk about timing and when the listener should eat their meals and take their supplements. Another angle could be about the kind of supplements, plant-based versus animal-based. You could talk about something no one else is talking about. For example, it could be growing your own supplements in your backyard or your home garden. You could instigate thinking by talking about running barefoot. Well, Jeff Galloway, a popular American Olympian runner, developed his own style of running that combined a mix of running and walking. So what's your unique angle or approach to your topic? Because if you don't have something unique to bring to the table, listeners won't care. They may still listen, but they won't take action even if you give them an action plan. Step number five is to make a promise to your listeners. Well, hope makes humans do what we do. We go to restaurants with a hope of finding good food. We go to shopping with a hope of finding something to buy. We listen to podcasts with a hope to listen to something interesting or learn something. And that's what listeners do in the first few seconds of listening to a podcast. They are trying to find a hope to promise match. Their brains are scanning for the promise. And when it finds the promise, it tries to see if that matches with their hope. If there is a match, they gift you with their attention. And if there is a mismatch, their brains either spend the rest of the time listening to you still waiting to find a match. It's almost like a pattern recognition algorithm going around there. If they don't find it in the first few minutes, they move on. So make a promise and give your listeners hope so they give you their attention. Step number six, call out the villain. Well, one of the most powerful tools that mankind has used to start movements, to get people to rally behind the cause, is by triggering the innate human need for communities and tribes. One of the most powerful ways of getting people together behind your idea is by getting them to move away from a different idea, a popular idea that's already out there. 
Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers. The round pegs in the square holes. You can see how Apple uses this advertisement. People like Martin Luther King and Mahatma Gandhi and many other leaders and politicians have used this particular technique for decades and centuries. Identify the villain for your business. It could be maybe the big pharma if you're a nutritionist, the government, the greedy corporates. Identify this villain for your business and make sure you're calling them out when you're in this podcast. Let's now look at the next element. Step number seven, people love to know how. Just give it to them. Let me know if you have experienced this. You are at a supermarket and someone's giving out free samples of a new drink or a snack. Well, research shows that 35% of customers who try a sample will buy the sample product in the same shopping trip. And this is no different with podcasts. But there is a problem. Many people think, what if I give away the secret? What will I be able to sell? Well, a popular advice is to give away the what and the why and get people to pay or give you the email address for the how. But this doesn't really work well with podcasts, especially when you are a guest on someone else's podcast. If it's a magic trick, show them what happens behind the screen. If you've cracked the Houdini code as to how Houdini did his tricks, share what you've learned with the audience. And the simple reason is because with guest podcasting, you are trying to leverage the host's authority. And by giving away the how, you are also winning the listener. And that's step number seven. Step number eight, give them a reason to pay attention to you. Well, people don't want to find themselves in the wrong company. Why do you speak well and make valid points? How much can I trust you? We're always asking this question when someone is presenting us with an opportunity. And it's no different when listening to a guest on our favorite show. So it's important you give them reasons to pay attention to you and trust you. You can do this simply by showing them that you and your clients have tried exactly what you're sharing with your listeners. Show them what specific results you or your clients got when you tried it. And finally, be candid and tell them why you are giving away the best secrets for free. Well, if you've listened to the intro episode of this podcast, you heard me do this. I told you that this podcast plays a big role in the marketing of my business and everything I share on this podcast is with the hope that it will help you today and hope it will lead us to doing business at some point in the future when the conditions are right. So by being transparent about why you're giving away valuable information for free, you are removing a key obstacle or an objection in the listeners' minds. And this will inspire them to take action. And finally, step number nine is to offer meaningful bonuses 
to your listeners. Well, if you've done everything that you discussed so far, you have moved a subset of your listeners to engage with you beyond the podcast. And that's why you need a meaningful bonus. And the positioning of this bonus can be in two ways. First, as a logical next step for your listeners to take after listening to you on that podcast. The second positioning is as something that makes it easy to implement what you already shared on the podcast. So when you have the right bonus, you will see two things happen. First, it helps build greater trust with your listeners because they think that you have all the right answers. And second, you have established yourself as an authority on the topic. And these two are extremely important as you engage with your listeners beyond being a guest on someone else's show. And these are the nine steps to creating actionable content. Let's quickly take a look at what we discussed so far. First step is to align your topic to your business, the podcasts, and its audience. Step two, understand the audience's biggest problem. Step number three, learn the result that the audience is looking for. And step number four, give them a reason to listen to you. Step number five, make a promise to your listeners. Step number six, call out the villain. Step number seven, give them the how. And step number eight, give them a reason to pay attention to you. And step number nine, offer a meaningful bonus to your listeners. And these are the nine steps that you will need to take in order to turn your guest appearances into something that's going to send you leads. And when you follow these nine steps, you will have created a highly actionable piece of content on someone else's podcast that will send a steady stream of leads to your business for eternity. And as far as creating bonuses go, it's also important that you sell the bonus to your listeners. Thinking of putting a link and expecting listeners to find it is an extremely bad idea. So as a good practice, bring it up meaningfully in the beginning of the episode and towards the end too. So that's all I have for you today. And if you haven't already downloaded the Launch Plan Workbook to get actionable worksheets for every episode, you can get a copy by subscribing to this podcast with your email address, you can do that by going to designyourthinking.com forward slash launch. And before wrapping things up, I want to quickly let you know about the 90-day marketing plan. If you don't have a marketing plan for your business, you are at risk. We created the 90-day marketing plan to help you tighten four key areas of a business. So go to designyourthinking.com forward slash plan to get a copy or take the quiz on the same page so you can get a customized version of the plan for your business. Let me know what you think of this podcast. If you are listening to this podcast right now on a device, please follow the podcast. If you are listening to this podcast right now on an Apple device, I request you to go and leave us a review and let us know what you thought about this episode. Did you like it? Let us know why you like this episode and your rating and review will mean a lot for us. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Cheers and be well, my friend.